Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Calm parents, wild kids. Hmm. Coincidence? Coming up next. Hey, uh, this is Coach Ariel Anderson, but really, I'm just a mom like you. Uh, dad, <laughs> and sometimes too. And today, I'm talking about wild kids, calm parents. Now, okay, let's just take a moment. If you are new here, it's great to have you. I'm Coach Ariel Anderson. I'm a mom creator, used to be in corporate, now working with you to help you access joy and health. Uh, and I specialize also in midlife pregnancy and fertility, which is an exciting path as well. It's all about the same thing. It's about that getting to your thing, making sure you're on your path inside of what it is that you're creating. If it's you're creating a new family or expanding your family, uh, or you're just, you know, trying to survive every day of parenting, which is not only parenting your, your family or your kids, but also parenting yourself. And, uh, it's an overused term, but so true. And this week, I really think about it a lot because, you know, we're sort of going down the class list of the people that my daughter is attracted to hanging out with. And she'll even ask me, I'm so thankful for that. She'll just say, I want to have a play date with, you know, E, C, L, K, whoever it is. And uh, she even tells me what order she would like them to come in. And I get that that's important to her, that there's something that she feels that she's in control of her atmosphere. And she'll even say after somebody comes, I'm not sure about them coming over again. Now, it doesn't mean that they don't like, she doesn't like them. It's just, you know, a piece of, you know, whatever happened. And I say, well, let's just see what happens in the future. And, you know, there are moments when (laughs) it's a bit like, you know, acting or modeling. I remember in the old days, the old, old, olden days when I was on the modeling circuit or however you want to call that. It was much like an acting cattle call, right? You would go and it was like, are you going to get the call back or not? Well, these days, that is exactly what it's like having kids over to your house. It's like if when you invite kids over, they're all wonderful in their own ways, of course, right? Our our kids are our little jewels. Uh, and at the same time, you know, if you invite a kid over and it looks like, and you, you do all that prep to make the house look beautiful, right? And then it, it looks like, you know, a Tasmanian devil slash tornado came through and they refused to help to clean, you know, with you and your child or children. And the whole time they're saying, I want this and give me that. And they're being really... Well, what I used to often call West County-ish, <laughs> sorry, no offense to other West County parents, but there's this sort of hippie, dippy, hipster, I don't know what the label is uh, because it happens in all circles, but they're the, they're the wild kids. And what I notice is that, you know, as an HSP mom with an HSP daughter, meaning highly sensitive, 
there are certain personalities that sometimes are just too overwhelming in a small space, which we have. And, uh, you know, indoor space in general can feel really small, really fast if you have kids come over who are loud and demanding and bossy and never say please and thank you and refuse to help. And when you ask them six times in a row to please respect your space and, you know, stop poking you or whatever it might be. I'm, I am referring to something specific in the last few weeks, but, uh, you know, there, it's a kind of culmination of experiences over the years. And, you know, you don't necessarily do the callback. They, you know, it's like, sorry, uh, we were looking for something else. Uh, and it's not to be harsh because maybe we'll do a play date outside. That's fine. We can do a play date outside where you can run free and be wild and it doesn't sort of feel like, you know, I'm being accosted. You know, I'm not having my senses sort of smashed over and over again. And the same with my daughter. Now, she doesn't always feel it the same way. Um, I'm wondering how it is for your kids. Do you ever feel this? You know what I'm talking about when you have kids over and they're super intense and you just think, this is making my day harder, not easier. Because I don't know about you, but when I invite kids over, I am thinking, one, the first thing is my daughter asked for this. I want to encourage friendships, of course, and trying different friendships out, experimenting, exploring that whole realm of different personalities, both boys and girls and other. And I, at the same time, I'm hoping that it's a time when I can focus or I can at least, um, you know, support them in their play and give them their time to connect without me constantly involved. And that's both for selfish reasons, I'll be honest, uh, because usually I'm the main plaything, or my husband, uh, occasionally there are new babysitters, but uh, it's meant to be their time. And so if every other minute I'm either having to split them up or manage, ne- help negotiate, mediate, um, every three minutes it's more food and I need this and go get me that. Wow, I think to myself, so is this that you're just testing the boundaries of me? Because even as a teacher, I remember that. I remember it vividly. Uh, And yet maybe, you know, there were so many different cultures in the international school that (laughs) sometimes it wasn't that difficult. And at the same time, I'm thinking, or are you just like this? Now, interestingly enough, uh, and, and some of these people are my dear, dear friends, so don't get me wrong here, but I do notice that the... Sometimes when there's a super quiet parent in the in the realm or both parents are super internal, the kids are even wilder. Now, granted, part of it might be also that they're they want their attention. If they're very internal people, parents, if you might be one of those internal parents, uh, there's this kind of ping pong wacko wackadoo thing that happens because they're looking for a response and a reaction and uh 
And if they don't get it, they just intensify a little bit more and a little bit more. I'm sure you've seen this out in the world. Maybe you see it at home. I've had my moments like this too because my husband is not a super hyper emotional person, very Swedish. And my daughter will do the same thing. And I'm like, whoa, what's happening over here? And I have my moments too where I'm super internal or I'm not focused enough on her in a way that she expects it, in a way that tells her I'm paying attention or you're paying attention. So how can you show the kids that you're really present in such a way that allows them to find their calm? It's also about, you know, they're pushing those boundaries, right? They're pushing those boundaries to see if you're going to say, okay, enough. And that's the love, right? Remembering that boundaries are love. And now this is not me at all saying pointing the finger over at you or those parents over there who are uh, not managing things well or that's just their personality or whatnot but there are moments when kids with a lot of intense energy can be overwhelming especially for highly sensitive people or people who are internal and what do you do in those cases well you definitely find ways to focus them in a way that also works for you you have to also ask for what you need as a parent so I'm putting this out there for you as a parent who might have one of these wild kids in your own home um, or somebody coming into your home and uh, just respecting what you need and being okay with that. You know, I'm sure you do because out of sanity and survival, you will have to, but it's asking them, okay, you guys uh, finish your food and go outside. Or here's a plastic bowl or a bamboo bowl or whatever you've got uh, and take this outside. Or, you know, in our case yesterday, I said, you just go up to the bedroom um, and, you know, have some quiet play in the rocket. Okay, so they got in the rocket and it was transformed. The whole experience was transformed. I was literally losing my mind, you guys. It was like screaming and jumping and I every I would say every other play date we have is like this. It was really full on. I was absolutely overwhelmed uh, to the point where I I felt like bombs were going off. Now I it's insensitive to say this because we have people who are around the world, not just in the Ukraine, but around the world, experiencing this kind of sort of PTSD that comes afterwards when you have things coming at you all the time. It's a good reminder that if you just have it once in a while, imagine that some people are living this every day and how it feels. And you may not have that option to be able to say, go outside and get away from the the madness and the noise. But here inside this particular uh, space of gratitude, I'm thankful that there is an opportunity. It's a good reminder And it makes you think, what can you do even if you can't control it? Well, it's creating a bubble around yourself. It's making sure you have some lavender honey yogi tea with those beautiful little fortune sort of things on the end. Uh, It's being able to step away yourself. It's grounding yourself with what you need with really good sleep when possible. I don't always have that option. Sometimes I just wake up in the night because there's a lot going on and then, then you're not as uh, able to manage. Uh, If you have one of these kids, you just got to do whatever you can to really, um, even if it means doing things differently, drink less alcohol, less coffee. I'm sorry. I know some, for some people that does not feel like an option, but getting more sleep, 
making sure that when they're not around that you really can get as much self-care and that you need go for a walk make time for those things even if the house has to suffer or something else has to suffer because you need what you need to be able to manage better those situations. Um, like I said, if it's your, they're yours or, or someone else's. And, you know, do you say something to, to the parents? Well, I, I often will kind of make a joke with a thread of truth in it. Like, well, they were, there were some wild moments. Whoa, you know, and uh, of course, but they had a good time. Things like that. Because you want to you wanna give them the hints out there that it's not a complete, uh, they're not alone in case they're experiencing this at home. Um, that, you know, if something comes up, they're not completely taken by surprise. And at the same time, being polite because no one wants to hear their kids are completely driving you mad and you never want them in your house again. Um, <laughs> no, that's not necessarily true. And knowing that different days are different things as well. They can be really excited to come over to your house for the first time and new toys and new environment and new rules and uh, new boundaries and just keeping keeping that in um, in your mind, of course. But there's still that callback thing in there. It's like, well, hmm, you know, you, you definitely want to note those things down in your address book to be aware of, you know, what kind of week you're having when you're thinking about setting up playdates. You know, I definitely set up a playdate after this with somebody who I know 2,100% is going to be pretty mellow and uh, it's going to be that balancing energy. And it's funny, I notice for myself, I do the same thing with clients, you know, for, you know, that I have to have some that are quite chatty and some that are more internal and calm. And, uh, and then, and then we bring that opposite energy in at different times, kind of bringing in that uh, more, um, lively energy into the calm spaces and vice versa, bringing the breathing and whatnot into the the more chatty kind of dynamic conversation. Uh, and each has its gifts. You know, there's the pause people and there's the the moving movement people, right, in their actions and their words. And then how to bring both of those things into the other to keep the balance. And I think that is is spot on as well. I know that I need that in balance. I need to make sure I don't have too many of one or the other, uh, depending on what's going on. Just keep that in balance. I don't do too many clients in general anyway to kind of keep that space open for what life brings and to be present for our family. And I wonder how you can do that when you have playdates or your kids are kind of in a higher pitch, <laughs> so to speak, um, to be able to manage that. So I would love for you to take a moment right now to just take a breath with me and exhale and just notice if there's been some tension. I started to feel it in my solar plexus right below my ribs and my belly as I was talking about this, just the idea of it. I'm wondering for you how that felt and just noticing what comes up when I ask the question, what do you need? What do you need to keep these kinds of moments in balance? Maybe you thrive for them, from them, and in which case you'd want this all the time. And as long as your, your child or children are in alignment with that, that's great. Sometimes Ella would say, mm, I don't really want to be around that person anymore at home or outside of school. And that breaks my heart, but sometimes that's what it is. So just asking questions of your kids and yourself and what you need and and it being okay permission give yourself permission 
to take care of yourself as well. That, you know, even when your kid doesn't necessarily, your kids don't have lots of friends, you still need to take care of yourself. It's very, very important because that will determine what happens in the moments when the kids are there and afterwards and in your relationships at home and in, it ripples out into your work and how you want to do things and and you know it's okay to pull back I've been pulling back a little bit in my work and um, interviewing less people on the podcast and having to just be okay with that even though I know you miss it I miss it too I've got so many wonderful people lined up uh, that are already recorded and on their way to you. Uh, it's just part of the process that's happening right now. And that's a daily thing. And I hope for you too, that you can uh, just take a breath when you need it. So if you're new, thank you for, uh, subscribing and we'll see you again soon. Don't forget, uh, Fridays, first Fridays of every month, 930. I do live on YouTube for, you know, midlife realities and fertility and pregnancy and health and uh, every Friday, other than the first Friday at uh, 10 o'clock. Uh, so that will be happening this Friday. That's all Pacific time. And I'm thinking about you a lot. There's some new things on the horizon, but I just haven't been ready yet. So when that moment says a big resounding yes, then I will be um, talking more about that. Uh, you'll hear about it. Maybe you've already heard about it. I don't know. I will see. <laughs> things are spiraling around and I wish you a beautifully imperfect day and see you soon. Listen to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to our very imperfect parenting podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IP parents. You can also write me at Ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.